All right. Good evening to everyone. Thank you again for joining us here in Breakthrough with Boris Joaquin. That's me, ladies and gentlemen. And we broadcast every month to talk about some relevant topics. Uh, this is our second episode for the year. And we are going to go back to the roots of this show. From last year, you known us. Nakilala niyo po kami sa mga mga episodes na tumatalakay sa mga issue uh, pang ano pang negosyo, pang trabaho, uh, any relevant topics in the workplace and I'm excited because we're kicking off um, this second episode and the succeeding episodes with some very substantial episodes topics that might really interest people who are working right now especially in this new era of work. Guys, if you are tuned in, you can uh, you, you probably notice that we're live on the on Philippine Star, but we're also live on the Facebook page of Salt and Light Ventures. That's the brand under Breakthrough Leadership Management Consultancy Inc., the company where I belong. So you'll be seeing that there, and eventually we get to repurpose the content in our podcast entitled Breakthrough with Boris Wakey. So uh, do check that out. We're available in Spotify and all other. Uh, podcasts, uh, platforms, I guess. So, but Spotify is probably the main thing. So go check it out. So for today's, for tonight's episode, actually, we thought of discussing something that's quite relevant to you know the past uh, Labor Day, but also recently LinkedIn named a company, several companies, as the top ten uh, companies to work for. Accenture is the top one identified named top one company to, to work for in 2023. And it is featured in one of our articles in One News PH. So you could probably check that out. And we'll probably uh, post the link uh, dito sa comment section para ma-click para ma nyo rin at mabasa ninyo. So we wanted to interview somebody from that uh, top 10 list. And fortunately, <laughs> by the grace of God, parang we were able to I was able to identify that one of my LinkedIn connection happens to be one of the one of the managing director of uh, of Accenture, and we want to talk about the topic leading career progress. So, if you are interested in finding out his experience and how he has uh, overcome obstacles, grown into uh, positions and roles in the HR sphere, and how he has moved from one company to another, this episode is for you. So, tune in. Join us, and if you have questions, you can always type it on the comment section below. And if we have time, we only have a 30-minute show, we will read your uh, comments and even your questions for us so that we could ask our guests for today So guys, um, our guest for tonight, again, I am very glad that he obliged and he said yes. He is currently one of the managing directors of Accenture. And he has a wonderful uh, history of working in the HR sphere for the past, uh, for more than two decades now. So please join me in welcoming on the show, Mr. Hans Montenegro. Hello. Hi. Good evening. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. We can hear you quite clearly. You can, you can hear me as well. You're good, right? Very loud. I, I heard the, the, that you dated me already with two decades of experience. So... <laughs> So much for me lying about my age. Yeah. That, that's a giveaway already, man. It's uh, <laughs> out there. You're ancient. <laughs> no, you're not. Yes. It's yes. like telling 
people that I am ancient because I'm older than you. Uh, first of all, thank you. Uh. Guys, yung magandang brick wall ni Hans dyan, ano yan, uh, nasa, nasa workplace pa siya. So, uh, he's overtiming for all of you. So, yeah, so appreciative naman. Show some love because... Uh, this is, uh, to, be, to be quite honest, this is normal operating hours for us. Um, and forgive me, I, I jumped straight into... Uh, you know, saying hello to you, but uh, I'd like to greet all your viewers and your followers, and you know, thank you too for extending the invitation. It's a it's a privilege to be able to talk to uh, people through this medium. Well, yeah, we're actually very glad to have you. Let's jump into it, Nakagad Hans. Um, sure. One one of the things that we want to discuss is, uh, well, for one, just briefly, and I hope your employer doesn't mind. Uh, like what I said in my intro, they were named. Uh, the number one uh, company organization to work for in 2023. And there were many considerations why that is. But before I even utter some of the things that I know, I want to ask you, bakit kaya? why do you think that was the case? What's the good qualities that you have in your organization? Well, on, on top of that, and forgive the shameless plug, right? But apart from the LinkedIn um, the honor bestowed to us by LinkedIn as being named as the uh, you know uh, top employer to work for. There's another uh, award-giving body I think called Great Place to Work Philippines, to work, yeah. um, and we were also uh, awarded best places uh, to work. Well, we were ranked number two, right, uh, mm -hmm. in the large category. Um, and what, yeah, and why is that, uh, Hans? Uh, what are the Parang significant uh, attributes. Uh, how's the culture, the working yeah. place? Yeah, so, uh, you know, um, I'm going to go beyond your typical write-ups on all okay. of this, right? And then tell you exactly what I experienced for myself. I have never seen uh, an organization this big mm. consistently uh, underscore and put so much importance on uh, inclusivity, diversity. You know, we're, we're proud and happy to say that, you know, our, our uh, gender ratio across most of our positions, even into the leadership is, you know, there's, it's not skewed versus, you know, towards uh, men or women. Mm -hmm. um, we have a, you know, we're very proud uh, and we encourage, you know, uh, self-declaration, for example, of uh, persons with disabilities. We okay. found ways through technology to actually hire uh, persons with disabilities. And I'm not talking just about people with mobility disabilities. I mean, we, 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 we do hire people who are blind. Uh, we have hired people who uh, have hearing impediments, who are deaf, right? And we've used our technology to actually provide uh, employment opportunities for them because almost always, you know, it wasn't too long ago, right? That there was uh, almost an accepted sort of resignation that, well, if you're, you know, physically challenged or disabled or you, you have a disability, it's going to be hard for you to get a job, you know? And, and somehow, somewhere in the history of this company in the recent years, they turned around and they said, who said that that was a, permanent sort of sentence, right? So diversity, inclusion, uh, the respect for the individual. Um, and then of course, during the pandemic, the pivot 
to be able to still continue to work uh, despite you know the the rules uh, that we had to abide by during the pandemic and then post pandemic right we we listen to the pulse and the voice of uh, our, our employees as well with regard to you know what we call omniconnectedness right is that there's many ways by which we can continue to work together collaborate drive results take care of our clients you know it doesn't have to be either or um, and i think that that plays a lot right um, i wish i could tell you how the award was given who were uh, the vote you know who who voted um, but uh, i'd like to believe that a certain degree you know for anything like this you should be asking the recipients of you know um, the the initiatives right you you don't ask an independent award giving body you ask the employees maybe i don't know you survey you know is it yeah. really truly a great place to work <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. yeah yeah you have your esat right and you, you probably checked that out and then reviewed it uh yeah and so one of the things that was mentioned in in linkedin and that's why uh, it's connected to our topic for tonight, is uh, in your organization now, it's quite good in uh, leading or providing career progress. In this day and age and in the industry where you belong, it's a problem for dead-end careers. The pyramid is too narrow at the top. So at the end, so how may 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 difference ba, uh, in a center compared to others in when it comes to building one's career any uniqueness that you found there um well as far as the company is concerned right this there's always um we we actually encourage that right and and i will say that not just accenture specific but in general um many people you know especially particularly in our culture i guess they seem to take on this notion that, you know, uh, I work for somebody that manager will assess my performance and therefore, you know, bahala. he will then give me direction and guidance as to where to go. And, you know, as a junior employee myself many years ago, somebody came in and kind of broke that mold and said, no, your career is in your own hands, right? That's true. Um, your manager may push it along, um, and may have quite a bit of influence, but your career is your own. You're, you, you, you can't be looking back 10 years later to say, I didn't have a career because so-and-so didn't do this for me or didn't open this door for me. N nobody will ever believe that, right? <laughs> it's, a, it's your own career. Um, and, 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 you know, we, we do foster that spirit of, you know, look after our clients, look after the business. Um, and, and, and I've seen us be very, very cognizant of recognizing excellent performance, you know, and we track all of this. And so we do want to give our, our people the opportunity to shine uh, and take their careers to, to different paths. I mean, we're a global organization. Uh, needless to say, we leverage that footprint, right? When we... Yeah. provide career opportunities. It's not limited to a team, a function, a site, a country, or even a region, right? Yeah. Um, 
Although I think I can, uh, most companies will probably say, yeah, so do we. So, <laughs> you know, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to make it sound like uh, we've discovered some secret sauce that nobody knows. Yeah. yeah. I like what you said a while ago about uh, the, your career is in your hands. So yes. I'm, I'm going to leverage on that answer and now focus on your career, for example. Um, <laughs> If you were to look back, binuko na rin naman natin ng dalawang dekada na mahigit, di ba? So parang... Ang mo pa nga eh. Tumawad ka pa ng ano. Okay, but sige. Parang, dalawang dekada. Parang, parang baliktad na round off. But oh. uh, looking back, what were the... Meron bang mga parang milestones or moments of ano, wisdom na na-realize mo na uh, this is how I should proceed with this. Uh, I should handle my career like this. How did you pursue progress but because uh admittedly it's um it's a progressive career uh if anybody would check you at, at linkedin they would see that you move from being a recruiter being this from this <laughs> company yeah. uh, it delivery and uh, so what were the things meron ba i mean mga, meron ka mga reflection recently maybe during the pandemic <laughs> yeah well you know I, I i do look back on my career because when i when i joined accenture what I started to notice very quickly is when I was being onboarded by my peers, you know, by different people, I was impressed and amazed that, you know, most of them have been here 10 years, 12 years, 15 years, you know, um, and, and I don't have that, right? The longest I've worked for a uh, particular company was Manulife, which was uh, close to eight years, right? Okay. Um, and, and I look back, right, and the reason why I think in the early part of my career, um, there were quite a number of movements almost every two and a half years. Um, it stems from having encountered a very senior person uh, early on in my career back in 2004 when I was, you know, that was my first corporate job in the Philippines after having come back from the States and having taken a two-year hiatus to uh, to join the entertainment industry or rejoin the entertainment industry, right? Um, but, you know, he said to me very candidly, he goes, you know, you HR people, um, you, you need to appreciate how we run the business a little bit more so that when you support us, it's not all abstract. It's mm -hmm. not all, you know, um, just your ideas on what you think and how it will run. You have to be absolutely aligned and in tune with our financials, how the business is run, what are the drivers. So in short, I look back on that and I, and I can now say what he meant was you need to operationalize HR, right? Mm. Although I had no idea what the heck he was talking about. All I knew was he probably didn't have a very high opinion of HR people, right? So, um, so in my head, I'm like, okay, that's a challenge. I'm going to start to learn, you know, um, certain things about how we run the business, how we make money, you know. Um, and it prompted me to get out of my comfort zone. And mm. now when I look back on my moves in my career, it was a combination of me wanting additional growth, which I did not feel my existing company was providing wow. anymore. But it was also me wanting to get out of my comfort zone, mm -hmm. right? Um, also, and, and you know, I, because I had come across several people in my career where they seem to just they just were content with where they were 
Um, mm. You know, and I could tell there was a yearning on their part to want to do more, um, but they didn't want to get out of Mm-mm. their comfort zone. Dito, ka, dito ako magaling eh. Diba? Ayaw kong subukan yun kasi what if I fail? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and sometimes it was the fear of failing that sort of paralyzed them from ever venturing out and, and mm-hmm. taking a risk. And then yeah. when I looked at the people that I absolutely looked up to and wanted to emulate and admire, almost everyone that I, I, I looked up to in the corporate world has always taken a risk. Right? Yeah. Um, they, they, they put themselves out there, you know, and 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 always said, "Look, I may not be an expert today, but promise you tomorrow I'll know more than I did today." And it's that continuous learning discipline that I really, yeah. really kind of caught on. Um, and so yeah, which is why you will see parts of my resume where I went from HR. Uh, what well, HR in one industry, like uh, the broadcasting industry, then I went into HR in the BPO industry. Yeah. And then suddenly I, I went into sales, business development for uh, HR systems and services, outsourced, managed payroll and all that. Um, even to this recent move in, in, in Manulife where I was the HR partner of the CIO in, uh, in Hong Kong. And he said, we want to build an IT delivery center in the Philippines. And not only are you from the Philippines, you're from that BPO industry. And his question to me was, would you like to get out of HR and go into operations, particularly technology operations? Yeah. And, and mind you, I mean, I, I was HR director in Converges. I know what operations is like. That does not make me a, operate, uh, you know, a strong operations person. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as far as technology is concerned, I, I think I'm a pretty good user of technology, but that does not translate to me running you know. a technology, you know, running a, running an entire delivery center. But I kind of looked at him and I said, look, if you seem to have the faith in me to offer me this role, right? I would completely not do your faith in me any justice by saying, oh, no, 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 I'm, I don't know anything about operations and I'm not a technology guy, you know, let me just advise you and maybe you can hire somebody else. And I would have denied myself that opportunity, that experience and that challenge to literally set up an IT delivery center on the ground up uh, in, in, in the Philippines, right? So it's, um, you know, I just told him, look, I just need some support. You know, I, I, I was the first one to raise my hand and say, I, I'm going to, okay, I'm going to take this on, but give me the support, particularly around the financials, you know, get me some good finance people because this is a business and we want to make sure that uh, we do it right. Right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I didn't lead in with fear, maybe a little apprehension, but then I figured if this guy's got faith in me and he sees something in me, you know, there must be something there. Um, and they're not going to entrust me with millions of dollars worth of capital if they didn't think I could do it. So um, why would I turn around and tell them, no, 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 get somebody else? Um, so it's those cues. You have to be a little, you have to be a little sensitive then to some of those cues. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, right? There's this opportunity. Um, you can, you can, you can proceed uh, in your current direction. And it's not a bad journey, or you can take a look at what is waiting around the bend, right? 
Yeah. And uh, as the poem goes, and, and, and I chose the road less traveled, and that has made all the difference. You know, uh, there's a lot to, un to unpack in that last statement. But can I <laughs> summarize at least three that I think was powerful in what you said? Where you, that's why you're progressive in your career. Uh, you, you're willing to get out of your comfort zone. And I can't mm. taking risk because if you're not mm. a risk taker, how would you know that you can innovate and learn something new? And it's connected to, uh, obviously, you have a growth mindset. You are not limited by assume constraints na pag hindi mo alam to, hindi mo, wag ko na lang gawin to. Hindi ko naman, I don't, I, I don't know anything about IT and so on and so forth. But you did. And it's actually quite impressive, Hans, the, the way you embrace the challenges. And so go to the third one and you insinuated it, but I, maybe you could clarify it further. I think there's, a, there's that re mentoring relationship and asking guidance. Uh, finding uh, finding people to support you uh, mm -hmm. could mm -hmm. confirm what I just said because if you don't want to be led by fear, you don't you want people to have faith in you and and vice versa. Uh, is that something that's been going on with you for the past two years? I, I well, more than just two years. I think what's what's very important from a general rule. So let me answer your question on that last point. As a general rule. I encourage my folks because I was taught a long time ago by, again, somebody that I looked up to, don't ever be afraid to ask questions, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody got fired for asking too many questions, at least not in the corporate world, right? We don't work in the CIA naman, di ba? So, um, and you know, it's funny because when I took the job in Manulife Hong Kong and I was sitting in the room with basically the Asia CEO the Asia CIO, and, and you know they had hired a new chief marketing officer and we were attending our first executive level meeting. And he and I were very quiet and we were just seated there. And you know I personally felt like I was the dumbest person in the room. They were talking so many high level stuff. And I was just furiously scribbling down notes because I'm gonna figure out this acronym and I'm gonna unpack this strategy and all that. And at the end of it all, I, I walked up to this chief marketing officer who I just onboarded. And I jokingly said, wow, I didn't, I barely understood a word of that meeting. And I felt like the dumbest person in the room. And he looked at me and this is a multi-awarded, high-performing chief marketing officer that we just got and pirated from another company. He looked at me and he said, I'm glad I'm not the only one that felt that way. <laughs> right? You two guys not afraid to admit that we didn't know what the heck they were talking about. But the following meeting, I had my notebook and I had pretty much broken down all the acronyms. I went door to door and asked a few people, what did you mean by that? Where are we going with this? You know, and I was surprised because they were very open and willing to share the knowledge. Right. And, and one guy even called me out and he said, you know, Thank you. Thank you for reminding me that we assume too quickly that everybody in the room knows what everybody else is talking about. And he goes, I'm willing to make a bet that you and this chief marketing officer were not the only two people who didn't know what the hell were people were talking about. But they were just nodding because they were ashamed to admit that they didn't know. Yeah. Right? You know what? <laughs> it's very true. Though. Parang, even if you're knowledgeable or you're an expert, it's just it just based on it to, to come into a meeting, a brainstorm gathering. 
as an open vessel, para an open, uh, an empty cup, willing to, no, be curious, wonder, ask yes. questions. So yung yes. thing right now resonated yes. very well. Uh, so there is no advantage to pretending you know and then you don't, because yeah. you eventually have to deliver and you have to perform. And the more information you have, the better you can make informed decisions, right? So what's you don't have to put up a facade or a pretense, right? There's nothing wrong with not knowing everything. There's only one being on this world that knows everything and I'm not him, right? And so I'm just going to make sure that I ask all the right questions and get the right information. So to your point about mentorship, never be afraid to ask questions. And when you can in any organization, beyond your manager, beyond your colleagues, your friends, it's always good to try to identify an objective third party that you can bounce ideas off of, that you can talk to. If you have access to senior level people, do so, especially in a, in a relationship where there's really nothing in it for them. And then you will see that you know, the time that they spend with you is out of their innate desire to want to help. Right. Yes. Um, and it and it and it's also part of your network building, right? I mean, when your career is in your own hands, your performance, that's the first building block. Obviously, if you're a lousy performer, if you're not if you're known as somebody that they they you know just does bare minimum, that's that's one building. But the other is how many people in the organization know you? And I don't mean in a Bebo type of way, right? <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, sure, hosting the company Christmas party will get you known. But there's a difference between, yeah, versus are you known in executive and management circles when they talk about our next level leaders, right? Does your name come up? What's your recall? What's your brand, your internal brand in your company? Right? Are you a go-to? Are you a go the extra mile? Are you the you know? Right? Are you the person? Oh, you can talk to him and ask him about anything, and that person will always have a few minutes for you. So find find those people and 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 get interconnected just just within your own company because it helps. You know. Um, when you when you talk to your boss, they will have their advice for you. But remember that your boss has responsibilities and goals and aspirations themselves, right? And so you go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, and 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 so uh, you know, I'm not disparaging anyone, but your boss will have their own direction and motives uh, with you as part of their team. When you talk to an objective third party, you can bounce off ideas, and you are at least you know. It's not tainted by what's in it for me reaction by that person, but they can actually talk to you and say, hey, just a word of advice. You know, you might want to consider this. You don't have to do everything they say, but that that additional perspective, you know, outside the box type of perspective, it has served me very well. I've always talked to other senior leaders, gotten to know them. You know, even the ones that I was warned to stay away from. Because at the end of the day, you know, talk is cheap. Um, yeah. It's a human being that works in the same company as you get to know them. Because you never know. You never know what kind of relationships you will forge, what knowledge you can learn, experiences you will gain. 
I I love the ano, I love the proactiveness of uh, of the perspective of mentoring. You don't the, the, the typical approach kasi you you look for that person or you that person approaches you and parang adopts you into things but no you proactively yeah. ask questions. So even if the person doesn't know that you they they touch a chord in your life, so you ask the question and uh, that continue to op- to flow in the the wisdom the knowledge, the information, the guidance, and you get mentored because you initiated the developmental conversation with with individuals, especially the ones who are already ahead of you one way or another. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Alam mo, an- yan palang isang episode na yan. Parang ganda na walang <laughs> insights mo, bro. Ano lang, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm going to kind of, I hate to do this because medyo wrapping up na ako uh, mode galit sa akin yung editor ko pag medyo matagal-tagal but can you can I just ask this to you are you happy in what in where you are and what you're doing right now oh um i wouldn't be here if i wasn't right but happiness takes on different forms right as you guys you get older your happiness is intertwined with you know what can you do for other people versus what can they do for you Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, I mean, I have a family, obviously we have responsibilities. Let's not be naive to that fact. Right. Um, I'm happy because, you know, um, the leaders in Accenture are some of the most respected names in the industry that I have chosen to work for. And, and I now have the honor and the privilege of working with them. Right. And, and as a career professional, to me, it's very important that I, I, for you to work with your Idols. It's like a basketball player being able to play with, you know, their, their, their LeBron or their Michael Jordan, right? So in this industry, I'm able to work and learn. I think more importantly, learn uh, from them, right? Um, when I look back on my career, would it have been different if I had stayed in one company the way my colleagues have, you know? Um, I'm sure it would have, but, you know, you can't turn back time and you can't exactly have any regrets, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then when I look at where I am now, the decisions I made in the course of the last 20 years have gotten me to where I am today. So I guess I didn't do so bad. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm here. Um, yeah, do yeah. I recommend the same journey? Well, it, it, it takes a bit of, uh, it takes a bit of uh, what I like to call tenacity and grip, you know, because there, there were definitely bumps. There were definitely bumps in, in, in that road, right? Um, yeah. Decisions where I said, oh, my, this is wrong. And I have to turn it back and see how I can recover from it and pivot from it. Um, but again, just keep moving forward. You know, it's your career. Nobody's going to take credit for it and nobody's else is responsible for it except you. So, yes, I am happy. I am happy to be here. Yeah. And you look happy, uh, <laughs> bro. So, I mean, just to keep on track, to stay where you are right now, I know it's diversifying into other areas, but it's still uh, people and culture. So, obviously, yes. yeah. you found your space and you are thriving. Um, just to just to end our time together, and I'm sure people are watching, are are trying to write down some notes, some uh, gems along this conversation. Uh, I love uh, summarizing them, but I would rather have you do it. Uh, if you're looking or speaking to some young executives right mm. now, or people who want to enter 
the profession, the marketplace, whether uh, in HR or just to become a professional. And then, you know, go to BGC, Makati, even Subic and Clark. Uh, yeah. and to what, what advice, yeah. what, what breakthrough advices can you give them? Parang, uh, in simple, uh, succinct points. Ano mga mabibigay mong advice sa kanila? Well, it has to start with, you know, figure out what you really want to do. Mm. You, um, you know, and, and you, you might have different motivations, but figure out what you really want to do. And you do that in this day and age with the amount of information available at your fingertips. Please, mm. please maximize that, you know, research. Information was power back in the 90s when I was working. It's even more powerful now. People monetize information now. So don't waste the access to information because once you figure out what you want to do, it is incumbent upon you. It is your responsibility to learn as much as you can about the field and the profession and the organization that you are entering because that makes you a more powerful uh, professional, a more desirable asset, if I may talk in HR terms, you know, um, a more desirable resource if we're talking about human resources, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then, you know, um, never lose that curiosity ever. You will, if you run your own business one day, you will still be able to learn something from anyone. And don't ever discriminate that if they're not at your level, what do you have to learn from them? I mm-hmm. learn from people five levels down from me you know, uh, every single day. Um, and, and, and you just have to make sure that you don't let it get to your head, that you are where you are. And therefore, you know, learning can only come from people higher than you. That's, that's the wrong attitude to take. Um, and last but not the least, look beyond yourself. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself, why are you doing this? Um, you know, and, and one of the things I love being reminded by, you know, um, our, our, one of our most senior guys here, right? Benedict, I'll quote him. We have to be the most ruthless advocates for our clients. Mm-hmm. And when I get into discussions and decisions day to day, I always take it back to that. What are we doing this for? Why are we arguing on this particular point? Is it good for the client? So that's, that's your why, right? Doesn't have to be your why, but you need to ground yourself in what are you doing this for? Um, and, you know, it, it seems to be a lot more fulfilling in my experience when you're doing it for something other than yourself. Um, and then and, and it'll come back to you, right? It'll come back to you in one way or the other. The universe listens, right? Um, but the, the less you, you kind of focus on what's in it for me, the more it comes back to you in, in tenfold, actually. So, yeah, I'd probably keep it to those. Lovely, lovely, wonderful. Again, uh, guys, show some love, kind the virtual mm-hmm. and the comments. Hans, thank you for being with us. Sorry, I'm dal-dal ko, ha? Ano, sorry? Sorry, madal-dal ako. No, no, no. That's, I, I wish I had more time, actually. I could imagine. Let's do another one. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Um, talk to you at the back, uh, at the backstage, huh? Uh, stay, okay. stay on. Pero, guys, thank you for... For joining us, Hans. Uh, Parakpakan lang natin si Hans. Virtually, everyone. Thank you, thank you. Thank you also.
It was fun. All right. So, guys, uh, there you have it. That's another episode of Breakthrough with Boris. Okay, you know what's really inspiring about the things that Hans said is that you really need to handle or take a grip on your own career. So, we're looking, talking about leading or managing your career, your own, the, your own progress in your career. Kailangan ikaw mismo ang humawak nito. And uh, I could summarize it with, you know, with, with maybe uh, four points or four A's based from what Hans said. For one, he ended the conversation a while ago acknowledging, that's first A, acknowledging your why, your purpose. Why are you doing what you're doing? And, and the only way you could keep on track consistently, just like what Hans Montenegro has done, is that he knows why he's doing it. He pursued it inten- intentionally. There's tenacity and grit when you when you are fueled by your purpose and your calling in life and everything falls in its place when you do. So remember that. Acknowledge your purpose and your why. I also like the, the idea that magandang magandang mag-adjust ka ng konti. So you adjust from your comfort zone every now and then. You, you just don't know. You just don't stay there, right? Uh, otherwise, medyo magiging stagnant ang growth natin, magplaplateau. So in order for you to develop and grow, medyo adjust ng konti. Get out of your, of your comfort zone. Take some risk. Allow yourself to to learn new things. And speaking of learning new things, uh, the third A is acquire. I mean, acquire knowledge. Acquire as many knowledge as you can. If there's one thing that we've learned from Hans is that there's he's a, he has a growth mindset. And is willing to learn and and do a lot of things and and at the end of the day you, you need to uh, be willing to ask questions and that's my fourth letter A ask questions uh, be the one to initiate those developmental conversations with people with mentors people who's been ahead of you and uh, for sure uh, you'll be able to progress in whatever chosen career you have. Again, it's been a delight to be with you guys. I appreciate you for joining. I'll, I'll answer your comments in a while. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Breakthrough with Boris Waki. See you next month.